Hello, everybody, and welcome to an all-new indoor adventure in The Legend of the Four Keeps in our Fallout arc. I'm very excited to return, although you audiocast listeners may not see this, but our dear paladin, Danae, is currently away. Uh, and for all of you fans of our Crisp Strahd game, we are going to be taking a break uh, for this week, and instead, RJ is going to be DMing another session of his Mega Dungeon, Enter the Arcanum, which I am very, very, very excited to play in. Uh, also, today is May 13th, and you are loved, which is a very, very important thing to remember, uh, especially when there is a lot of uh, negativity currently going around the interwebs. Uh, it is important to remember that... Uh, you're still valid. You are still a kind person, and I still believe in you. Uh, and that is that is really it for uh, for my little remembrance speech of just be kind to each other. Uh, also, ways that you can be kind to us uh, is possibly by going to twitch.tv slash indoor adventures on uh, 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and coming up in next week, Thursdays, as well as we begin our Ghosts of Saltmarsh campaign, which is going to be very enjoyable, I believe so. Just based on what people have told me about their characters, <laughs> I'm very excited. Um... Also, uh, just as, again, I know I've said it several times, but thank you to everybody who helped get us to 10,000 listens slash downloads on our audio cast. That's still just mind-boggling to me that that is a number that we can do. Uh, but I am still uh, I am still very thankful uh, for everybody. Also, um, with that in mind, guys... Guys, we have some sweet merch. We have our Indoor Adventures mug that you can get at bit.ly slash adventure merch. You have the dragons. We're the real friends we made along the way. T-shirts that you can get at bit.ly slash adventure merch. We have hoodies. Bit.ly slash adventure merch. And of course, we have the wonderful Moon Maidens t-shirt that uh, is about Oliviette and Coriander, uh, which you can also find as a high-quality poster where Cori has more hair and Oliviette has more definition. Uh, in her face. I'm getting my own version of that here coming pretty soon. So this wall will soon just be Corey and Oliviette looking at me from above. Uh, however, that is it for uh, my merch spiel because we are still in the process of getting more stuff. And if you guys have any recommendations for things that you would like to see, leave a comment below because I want to be able to make stuff that you guys enjoy as well. And that's it. That's it for merch. I always... Man, I wish I could start the show for you guys earlier, but merch is important, and it's comfy. So there's two things that are very important. Uh, so, where we last left off. Uh, in our last session, or I guess before we even get into that, who are you guys playing tonight? Hey everybody, I'm RJ, and I'm playing Calum, the Shadokai Cleric. Hi, I'm LB Hackbub, and I'm playing Gwen, the Hapling Barbarian. I am Cyber, Cyberwolf, and I am playing Arshant, the Dragonborn Bloodhunter. Yes, and I am the Indoor Adventurer, and I shall be your Dungeon Master for the evening. Now, last time we left off, you guys had just gotten 
finished with a second day of working for your dear friend Orillo at Things That Make You Say Wow. Uh, at least Gwen and Caleb both did. Coriander, however, uh, stayed on shore to talk to your dear friend Tifa uh, about possibly getting uh, an investment for Dragon's Drafts, the potion shop that Arjan has been tirelessly uh, making potions for over the last four days. It has been, or the last several days. It has been very difficult, to say the least, as he has been pulling doubles, but uh, soon you guys will have a stock and will be able to actually open up your shop to the public. Now, uh, as you guys had uh, separated for, uh, for the morning, Calum and Gwen, the two of you went again to your uh, day in things that, uh, to your day job at things that make you say wow, uh, where Orillo informed you that you don't have to go, uh, you don't have to come to work on the fourth day after this uh, excursion. You guys are free to go, uh, and that you would be meeting a giant, a uh, very rare occurrence in this world setting. Uh, and upon going through the teleportation sequence that you have come to kind of dread at this point, uh, you found yourself standing in a 25-foot-tall chamber with uh, gargantuan-sized pieces of furniture. You see that there is a dresser that looks like it stands maybe 15 feet tall or so. Uh, and Gwen, on top of which, you had actually spotted a glass decanter uh, that was full of some sort of brownish liquid uh, that you you think might be booze. And as the two of you stood there, uh, you heard uh, a door open from uh, above a flight of stairs, and then a figure floated in, not even touching the ground, and then continued to float down the steps. And before you, you saw uh, what looked to be about a 20-foot-tall light grayish blue skinned individual with hair that looked almost like clouds and as he arrived he uh said "Ooh, we have new players i'm so excited uh and then he brings his hands together and he kind of floats up uh just this towering figure uh, and then his feet touch onto the ground, and he leans down, uh, and he puts his hand out towards you. And I'd like for the two of you to make perception checks as this figure comes down and offers his hand out. Uh, and he says, don't um, worry, I won't bite. It's simply so that way we can get on eye level. Eye level. Uh, perception, right? Yes. Woo. 22. Okay, Gwen got a 1. Calum, you got a 22. Uh, and as you are stepping or getting near to step on this figure's hand, you've already seen Gwen kind of scramble up. Uh, you see that uh, this necklace that this cloud giant is wearing, uh, you see it looks almost like a small uh, iron, like a small lattice cage, uh, but the cage is made out of very beautiful golds and uh, it has silver filigree worked into it. But you see two hands holding on to part of this lattice with a face sticking out, and it looks like a very sad, kind of bluish-skinned elf. Oh, that's very intricate. And you just see the elf mouth, uh, mouth to you, Help me! 
<laughs> Caleb's eyes go like super wide. <laughs> and the oh please, don't mind Gallias. Need Gallias. And he kind of like, like pulls the chain and shakes it a little bit, and you see this elf inside of the small lattice container just kind of get jumbled around. Uh, all right. Why? <laughs> oh, he's serving his time. I offered him help. He was drowning, you see. And you just hear this elven voice from inside of the lattice structure just say, if somebody offers to do, to save your life on one condition, always hear them out before you hear what the condition is. Before you accept, always hear them out. And he just, yes. Yes, he's quite beautiful, isn't he? Right. Uh, Indoor, what the fuck? <laughs> Indoor, on a scale of 1 to 20, how's his charisma score? <laughs> Who's? Uh, the elf. Uh, like, attractive charisma score? Yeah, just in general charisma just a, score. In general, uh, it's pretty high. What? <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I don't. I feel <laughs> weird giving you a number. There is no check involved. <laughs> Um, Gwen is going to say in, in Giant, uh, what's up, my dude? Name's Gwen. Gwen Stompfoot. Uh, this is Calum. Oh. I don't, I don't, do you have a last name? She says in common. Mm. Uh, he doesn't have a last name. Hmm. Well. My name is Sirius Meronimbus. It's nice to meet the two of you. Now, I am under the assumption that you're here to play a game. Apparently. Excellent. Yeah, uh... So you know the rules. If you win, no. you get shavings of my toenails. Right. Gross. And if I win, I get... Some of your time. Hmm? Hmm? Question. Yes. How much time? Oh, depends on how many toenails you'd like to play for. How long? How many rounds of the game we're going? I'll always let you double down, but then you have to stay true to your bets. Um, I th I think Arello only needs like one clipping, right? Gwen shrugged. She wasn't listening. And, Calum, you notice uh, that as the Cloud Giant says the following, uh, the following, he wiggles his toes a little bit and he says, Oh, I know! I know the value of my toenails! Don't you want to take these back? Possibly, maybe, get a little bit of extra coin? What's the game? It's called Ordstone. Have you ever played it before? Nope. Well, it's a dice game. It's quite oh. easy. Alright. So, cool. if you lose, you have to be my jewelry for a day. Oh, for a day? Yeah, mm -hmm. easy. Alright, and, and Wait, the same goes for does... you. <laughs> Question! Answer! How does time work here? What do you she mean? looks at Caleb like I'm intelligent. <laughs> like, Pat, like Pat. a day in our world or a day in your world. Well, 
I assume a day in our world. One in the Are you on the material plane? No, good heavens. Offshoot. <laughs> I live on the plane of smoke. Oh, that's somewhere in between fire and air. Yes, fire and wind. Just nestled right on in. Now, <laughs> I do have a gala that's going to be coming up. So, if you'd like, we can just... If you lose, we can hold off and I can just come pick you up whenever I'm ready for you. Okay. No, wait, no, 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 no. It's no, a no, deal. No. Wait, oh, God. <laughs> now, you there. And he kind of, like, moves his head a little bit and you see that he just has these very clear white eyes. He says, Calum, is that your name? Yeah. Yes, Correct. sir. Would you like to play as well? I have ten no, no. easy to get to digits. Kayla, I got this. Don't worry about it. I don't want you putting yourself in that situation. I mean, I'm kind of worried about it. You're fine. Hmm. I can like I have... your sure-footedness. Uh, can I have a few moments to confer with my associate here? Yes, I'll set you back down. Thank you. I mean, like, this is your home, right? Yes. Would, Would you, you mind like... offering us a drink? Oh, you like to drink before you gamble. <laughs> Who doesn't? This is perfect. Yes. Here, I can show you my hospitality. And he, <laughs> uh, carrying you in his hands, uh, he floats uh, through these giant hallways. Until eventually, uh, as you two are maintaining your footing, no, uh, not even needing to really hold on to anything, his hand remaining stable, uh, you guys make it to uh, this very large kitchen. And in the corner, you see uh, that there is what looks to be a about 15 foot tall table uh, that has a green field of velvet uh, that is just sort of draped on top of it. And you can see that there are these very large sets of dice that are, have been placed around uh, getting ready uh, for any kind of dice game. And you also see that there are decks of cards of various sizes. There are other game pieces. Uh, Calum, uh are you familiar with drag i would assume you're familiar with dragon chess you see that there are some of those pieces kind of set around as well uh and this figure sets you at uh this very large gaming table uh and he comes over uh and floats back towards uh where the kitchen area is and you see him pulling open large cabinets uh, and as he does, he just sets his hand out and you see that there are very downtrodden looking humanoids that just bring these large snacks and place them onto his hands. And he just says, oh, I love all of you. You're so bad at games. And they just, oh, just act very, uh, downtrodden as he collects these snacks and floats back over towards you. Uh, and you see that there are actually rope systems set up for these other humanoids to close the cabinetry behind him as he leaves. Um, as he's prepping the snacks, I'll sit down, uh, crisscross applesauce, put my shield on my lap, and flick it and cast augury. Okay. So, by casting this spell, 
Um, I get to ask a from an uh, I get an answer from an otherworldly entity about the result of a specific course of action that I plan to take within the next thirty minutes. The DM chooses from one of the following possible omens: wheel for a good result, woe for bad result, wheel and woe for both good and bad, and nothing for results that aren't especially good or bad. The spell doesn't take into account any possible circumstances that might change the outcome, such as the casting of additional spells or the loss or gain of a companion. <sighs> That's concerning. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to ask. Um, I got to phrase this properly. If we were to play this game, would we win? Uh, and you start hearing the sound of a quill on paper coming from your side bag. And as you open it, it is the, uh, it is your spell book. And when you look inside towards the back, kind of written on the back pages, uh, you see that your question has been inked into the back. Uh, and then much in the same way that your questions to Saloon uh have given you a drop bottom response you see written in a very nice uh a very nice light blue ink uh that has little spot uh splotches of purple and small beads of yellow in it is written back to you uh and it says um uh it says uh you could win at least one Okay. Take that as you may. Gwen's like just t looking at the other people like she was not paying attention to what you were doing at all. <laughs> Gwen. What? 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 If you lose, you'll be in servitude to this host, lovely host, for at least a day. For a day, dude. For a party. I'll be jewelry. I will be put on display. That's like win-win. I didn't think women like to be objectified, but okay. Hey, I have not been objectified in like two weeks, okay? I want it. I need it. You know, I was at the bar last night. I tried to hook up with someone. Guess what? Nothing. Gwen, I'm concerned for you. Why? <laughs> it's just a dry spell, dude. I'll be fine. I didn't even say it. Okay. 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 It's not like I've been turned down for sex twice now. Last time I got laid, I had to pay for it. But you paid for it. It's fine. Things are fine. Let's do this shit. <sighs> Thank you. He says his book, closes it, puts it back in his bag. <laughs> uh, and at that uh you see the figure uh of Meronimbus uh come back over and he has a platter that looks like it actually just has like a small table that's more adequately sized for you Gwen uh as well as uh two smaller mugs that are uh full of this kind of brown liquid uh, and then there is also uh, food that is properly sized for you as well as food that is properly sized for him. Uh, and he sets down the table, sets down the food, uh, and then just sits back in a large table and 
kind of puts his hands in front of himself. Uh, Caleb, make a perception check, and Gwen, you can as well. As this figure puts his hands in front of himself, and then he kind of sets his foot up onto his knee and leans forward. Uh, 15. 17. Okay. Uh, so with your 15 and 17, you can see that he has a ring on his finger that you thought uh, had kind of like a deeper brown gem inlaid onto it. But looking at his ring, you can actually see that it is a small beholder uh, that is currently trapped in the facets of the jewel and has these small little uh, pokers that seem to hold it in place. And then uh, on his foot, uh, you actually see that there is a uh, bronze-skinned dwarf that seems to be holding on for dear life, just wrapping his arms and legs around one of the toes of this giant. He says... Cage guy got it easy. (laughs) Yeah. Let's not break bank on this, okay? One toenail. Right. You got it. Are you uh, sure? One... Do you know any <laughs> potion sellers uh, back back home that could possibly be in need of something like this? Yes, but his potions are too strong for us. That doesn't make any sense. They're potions. You drink them. <clears throat> Just don't uh, drink multiples. Then it's a bad time. Hey, uh, uh, Gwen is gonna, in her brain, ask a gray skull something. Hey, buddy, you there? Yeah, what's up? This guy's crazy. I know. I'm curious, just as a, like, if things go poorly, how quickly can do you think we can, like, chop off a toe and get out of here? Oh, we could probably chop it off real quick, no problem. All right, solid. And Gwen does, like, a fist bump to herself. All right, tell me about this game. (laughs) So... And he, uh, he motions over towards what looks to be a tray, uh, but on your end, it has steps that lead up to a little viewing platform, mm-hmm. uh, and then looks down into this tray. Uh, and in front of you is a small carving uh, of a what looks to be a frost giant, a hill giant, a... A uh, fire giant, a stone giant, and a cloud giant. Uh, and he says, This is the game of Ornstone. All you have to do is choose a corresponding giant and roll it. What you're trying to do is get 21. If you can get 21 even, then you probably are going to win. Somebody might tie, and then you go to the next round. It's uh, how do you, uh, how do you materialize, call it? Uh, 21 or bust? Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, 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 like poker. These are dice, though? Yes. Okay. Gwen, and... that's nothing like poker. <laughs> blackjack! Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Thank you, chat. <laughs> Just like blackjack. <laughs> so, like, the dice, are the dice, what, do, so... are they special? Uh, so as he explains it, the cloud giant is representative of a D12, a, uh, a frost giant is a D10, Mm -hmm. 
a fire giant is a d8 a stone giant is a d6 and a hill giant is a d4 and you start the game by both players rolling a d12 and then you can pick the next die that you throw and you're trying to get as close to 21 as possible and you can roll as many die as you wish however right. if you go over then you are going to lose that round cool and is it by round or is it like it is a best two out of three okay okay cool 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 so. I haven't had a chance to charge up my dice, but that's okay. It's just a little bit of gambling. Yeah, I can't go wrong there. I, there are multiple ways it could win. So, what this giant does, uh, your opponent says, I'll roll first to let you know how it goes. And he right. picks up uh, a statue that he has. Uh, that looks like it is about, uh, it's about figurine sized, like maybe, uh, maybe five inches tall or so. Uh, but like to scale, it would look mm -hmm. like that. It's basically, yeah, it looks like the height of a mug to a regular person. And he just okay. picks it and he tosses it into the arena between the two of you. And uh -huh. as this uh, figurine tumbles into it, you see it lands and writes itself and a number appears above it uh, hmm. in a very, uh, it's almost like a, uh, how the things that make you say, wow, the wow prestidigitates itself. Yeah. Uh, it's similar to that. So that way you both see the number as it goes. He says, all right, so a 12. Then he rolls, uh, he tosses in his frost giant and he says, 19, I'll stay. All right, cool. She's going to lean over to Calum. Can you check to make sure he's not cheating? Sure. Can you do, I'm asking you if you can do that, like, are you I, are able? Well, I don't have anything like Corey's Zone of Truth, but I can, I can keep a fair eye on him. Roger. All right, you I'm going to throw my... It is very difficult to try and cheat in this game, mm -hmm. at least from how it is being presented, as these yeah. pieces are being thrown in front of each other. Yeah, but they are magic items, so they could just be rigged. DM. Quite All possibly. Right, I'm going to roll a d12. I got a 10. So pick your next giant to add to the mix. Um, I'm going to roll a, I'll roll a d10. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, should I just, <laughs> Caitlin just like fans his hands. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll take the frost giant too. Huzzah! Ooh, that did not roll in my, huzzah! That's a seven, that's a 17. All right, I'm still above you by two points. What would you like to roll? The or would hill... you like to take a failure? I mean, I'm not going to take a failure. I'd rather bust. <laughs> right, Caleb? That's also <laughs> a failure. I know, but at least I tried. Like, Yeah, just... and Gwen, when you have thrown your figurines out, they are mm -hmm. about the same, uh, same height for you as well, roughly around mug-sized. Uh, mm -hmm. And as you throw them out, you watch as they actually get, they expand out to be the same height as his game pieces. Cool. 
Um, all right, Gwen is going to throw a hill dice. Okay. That's a four. Seventeen plus four. Twenty-one. Twenty-one, bitch. And you see him just clap, and as he does, the beholder on his ring just ah! just starts <laughs> screaming. And Gallius just, Mr. Blinky! Mr. Blinky, it's going to be okay! <laughs> just shaking his little face. <laughs> uh, Gwen in her head again. Would it be easy to kill a giant? Oh, fuck no. Alright, cool. No, especially <laughs> not the cloud ones. Maybe if it was like the dumb, dumb, dumb cousin. Roger. Alright. Alright, so we throw the cloud at the same time? Yeah. Three, two, one. You didn't wait for one. Ooh, I got a three. I got a five. All right. So I'm Frost. going to add Frost Giant. Also a three. It is a four. I'm at nine. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to throw fire. Fire Giant. It's <laughs> a one. I'm at 13. Oh, shit. <laughs> so I'm going to roll my stone giant. All right, let's do this. <laughs> I'm at 19. I am at... Nine. <laughs> You're at nine? How many dice do you have left? Uh, well, you said I could roll as many as I want, right? You can only roll them once, because you well, tossed Well, that wasn't part of the deal. <laughs> as you look down, you realize you've been throwing your stones into the arena. <laughs> All right, if you want to play it your way, that's fine. Are you ready, Caleb? Uh. <laughs> well, you're not rolling, too? I'll wait it's to see not what my you roll. I only have I only oh. have my heal dice left. I'm at nineteen and you're at nine with also a singular die? Yeah, but I already got twenty-one last time. I mean if it's you want to be just two out of three. I know, I'm just saying, like, I got a twenty-one. You haven't gotten a twenty-one. Not this game. Nope. <laughs> There's no way I could beat him! <laughs> And he says, so, looks like one, one. And he one, one. shuffles the pieces over to you, shuffles them back to himself. <sighs> All right. Last game. All right. Toss the cloud together. Yep. Three, two, one. A six. A five. Nice. All right. Frost, Frost. time. Mm. I'm getting the hang of this. Yeah. Ooh, that's a 10. I'm at 16. Oh. I'm going to choose to roll the stone giant. I will also roll the stone giant. Three, two, two one. Twenty one. Holy shit. I did not get a 21. I have a 19. So, would you like to possibly go for a tie? Yeah. If you rolled your hill giant. I will do it right now. Caleb blowing it. 
<laughs> Does that even do anything? I got a two. That's a 20 to my 21. I got a 19. Oh. A <laughs> 19. Oh, so we're both at 21. Next round. Yeah! Glenn's getting really excited now. Caleb has taken like a goblet of whatever and he's just like. <laughs> it goes down very smoothly. It has kind of a. Uh, it is kind of like a more like bourbon aftertaste to it where it just has that like gentle burning sensation, but it's not overpowering. Mm. All right. Ready? Yes. Three. One. Two. Yeah. One. It's only a one on my die. It's also a one for me! Alright, let's go. Go, go, go. It's a nine. I got a one! So I am at ten. I should have the D8. Yeah! My fire giant. Caleb, can you cheat at this game at all? I could hit him in the face with a guiding bolt. Yeah, that's not very helpful. All right, let's go. Thirteen. Eight. I think I'll roll my stone giant. Do it. Sixteen. Ten. Do you only have your heel left? That's true. Well, seems like I win. You do, sir. You do. Now, Glenn looks at Caleb. Would you like to play? Oh, no. Uh, oh. <laughs> Caleb was like raising his fist, and there was a small glow of energy in the palm <laughs> looking at Quinn, like, really? <laughs> I mean, that's what she was talking about. You've seen that look before. I don't think we can take him, but. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. All right, I'll do another one. Another set of three for another yeah. day? Or do you want to do best three out of five? Oh, yeah, no, that's a lot of fucking dice to roll. I'm not down with that. How about... We would just we have to play... You would only have to play two more games to possibly win if you win them both. But if I win one more, it's double or nothing. Wouldn't I need to win three? You've already Two. won once. If it's three out of oh. five. Oh, I see. Not great games as a whole. No. I was expecting. Cool. Wait. What? What was the odds? I'm sorry. The odds are the same as they've always been. Tis oh, you the just way want to keep going? Yes. If we keep going, then you owe me more days. But if... Right. So if we keep going within this game, it's the same, or I owe you another day? You would owe me an additional day. What about I owe you another day, but he gets to roll? Fair for me. Uh, okay. I'm not very lucky, dude. I don't know if you've looked at me, but I'm not very lucky. You're a halfling. You're supposed to be lucky. I'm good at drinking. Okay. Steps up. 
So, uh, best two out of three for you, or do you want to do best three out of five for her? Turns to Gwen. Oh, no, the bet is for me to serve another day. Excellent. Uh, so, <clears throat> I hope you understand the rules. I can follow pretty well. Mm. So, let's roll the clouds on three, two, one. There's an eight. I also got an eight. Next up, I shall be rolling my frost giant. Frost giant. So three, two, one. That is a 10. I go to 18. I'm at 13. I'm going to roll a hill giant. Uh, sure, same. I'm Five. going to... What's the one down from that? The d6? That is the, the stone giant. Stone. stone giant, okay. 21. I'm going to roll... Wait. <laughs> I'm going to roll an inside check to see if he's cheating. Sure. Thirteen. <laughs> Not very insightful. He has he has had his hands above the table the entire time he's been playing. You have not mm -hmm. felt or seen any like harsh or fierce breezes come through. It looks like he's <laughs> just getting very lucky at this game. Uh, and it kind of seventeen. Okay, so seventeen still doesn't beat a twenty-one. Hill giant. Here we go. Four. Twenty-one! So, Alright. Good Next job, dude. Next yeah. round. Okay. So. Hey, why don't you guys trade dice? Sure. It doesn't... I can't... And he okay. just sets his, uh, sets his stones on your side and then uh, takes yours. Salad. I'll be over there in uh, eight hours, Steven. <laughs> Eight hours? I can get, the, I can get these out to you in two days. Express shipping. FedEx priority overnight. Ah, fronted by my company. Hey, hey. All right. <laughs> Three, two, one. Clouds. Is it twelve? I got a ten. I'm going to roll an ice giant. Three. I'm two. gonna roll. What's the D10s? Uh, D10s are ice. Yeah. Ice Frost. Frost. Frost giants. Here we go. Three, two, one. Frosty. What a 19. I'll stay. 18. Oh, damn it. Okay. Hill giant. Do it, 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 do it. I bust. Damn it. Four. So that's <laughs> two days. Two days Wait, I, I thought... get to have your friend. We were playing best three out of five, and your friend right, had was... you roll for her. Yeah. So that's my three wins out of five. Right. So okay. two days it is. So what should I wear? Like, is that what kind of a gala oh, is it? I'll pick your outfit. Don't you worry. Wait, we still need a toenail for Arello, though. Yeah, but, I mean, like, he's not betting his life, is he? 
Are you talking about the man in red? Yeah. yeah. The delightful man who's brought so many players to my games table. I bet. How many are still here? Oh, quite a few. Mm. Hey, do you barter? Yes. Yes, I do. Right. I love, I love a good barter. What do you have? You like to drink, right? Sometimes I indulge myself. All right, well, I have, uh, well, I guess I, I don't, I don't want to, like, my, anything that I have isn't going to be very big for you. Is that okay? Like, I don't want to impose. Oh, I don't want to be, like, fine. offering you drinks and it's like a sip. That just means I can serve honored guests. Salad. Okay, I have what was given to me by a man beyond the veil. Ooh, spooky. From the land of champions. Go on. A bottle of mead. And his expression kind of goes flat and just, a bottle? I mean, I have three if you want three. For a toenail, I will give you three. It'll be from my pinky. But you'll have to work it. For, you'll have to work it a little bit, though. Wait, work what? I would like a foot rub as well. Gwen, like, cracks her knuckles. All right, cool. Then you can tell me about the people that you, like, live with. Because I've lived with Goliath. And, like, it's kind of... You know, we're descended from actual giants, so, like, I, I want to know well. about your people. Oh, I'd be more than willing to tell you. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> and he, uh, and at that, he pulls out, uh, like, reaches into a pocket, and he pulls out what looks to be a large uh, metallic clipper. Uh, that has two sharp ends on it, and he says, The wonderful man in red gave this to me a while ago. It makes this whole, whole process so much easier. And he puts yeah. his foot up, and you see him just clip off uh, a bit of his pinky toe. Mm -hmm. uh, and he then uh, holds on, like, he hands it over to you. Okay. Uh, and says, Now then, and he sets his foot up on the table. Just a little um bit. Presumably, his foot is fucking huge. Yeah, it's and pretty massive. Probably very hard to like get through, right? It's about uh, it's about ten feet tall, or no, okay. not about ten. It would be about seven feet tall. Uh, and his skin is very tough, right? Yes, actually, his skin is very smooth. Oh, yeah. There's no calluses on his feet at nope, all. Nope, because he does not walk. His feet oh, are true. ridiculously smooth. All right, Gwen uh, is going to use uh, the runt axe to, like, rub him. Because she needs to use something. Exfoliate. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and she is going to uh, attempt to take off any dead skin. Okay. And uh, perhaps attempt to collect said dead skin. Yeah. Uh, your vest, if we all remember from the very beginning of the game, has a thousand tiny pockets on it. So if you would like to start collecting giant foot skin in mm -hmm. your, in your coat pockets, you totally yeah. can. Uh, make a, make it a survival check. Okay. 
she will also punch his feet too as like a <laughs> survival is a 16. okay uh are you trying to be stealthy about this like the Ish. collecting part yes yeah okay make a stealth check as well <sighs> I've rolled the same dice twice. What am I doing? Oh, that's an 18. Okay. Plus one. Yeah. No, so you managed to collect quite a bit. Uh, you fill about 50 of your tiny pockets with dead giant skin. All right. Uh, uh, when she's done, she'll like put her axe back on her back and uh, kind of brush herself off a little bit. Um, so like when, uh, will you let me know beforehand so I can bathe? Because I usually don't. I'll send you a letter, and then if you don't respond in a timely fashion, I'll come get you myself. Sounds sweet. Hey, um... Hmm. Are we, like, friends now? I think we're friends. Solid. What about you, Calum? Do you think we're friends? Thumbs up. <laughs> Excellent. Good. Hey, have you, have you ever fought another giant before? Fight them? No! Good heavens! Oof. Why not? Because I might bloody my hands. Caleb doesn't fight with his hands. How does he fight? With magic! Pulls oh. out the staff of the adder. Oh! Magic schmagic! It's much better to fight information wars than it is to ever get yourself close to hand to hand. Alright. I like your style, dude. And at that, uh the two of you begin to glow in the familiar uh in the familiar warmth of Orillo's transportation magic, and he says, I'll be seeing you hopefully Bye. soon. Uh, as the two of you then disappear uh, and find yourself back at Orillo's place. Uh, and as you are in this trans uh, transportation chamber, uh, he comes over and says, uh, So? How did it, how did it go? Cam has like, the toenail on his shoulder. Oh, gross. That's awesome. Got the whole thing. But he just takes it from you and says you're going to make so so many potions with this thank you Sweet. Uh, what did you end up losing nothing no I know that's bullshit if there's like a time base I was watching you like the whole time <laughs> no, why do you ask because I can't hear I can only see <laughs> I lost two days but he's gonna take me to a gala! Oh no. I am so sorry. Was it with other giants? Because I'm super hype if it's with other giants. It's with other giants. Oh my god, I can practice my giant. And she looks to Kayla. He doesn't look excited about it. Have you Arella, what does that mean? It's a giant fetish party, is what it is. Gwen's face just kind of like eyebrows raised, she thinks. And then she's like, fuck yeah! No, it's... Believe like, me. We have heard the like, stories from the giant Orillos. It is not a pleasant experience. It's not a what fun... What did I get into? Oh. 
We dare not speak of it on stream lest we get terms of service. <laughs> they all about their feet. <laughs> the cloud giants, yes. Whoever has the softest feet is meant to lead. She looks at Caleb and she's like, I'm not, I'm, this is a win. I'm not gonna lie. I'm so excited. And we made a friend, dude. She punches him. Ow. <laughs> he just, I... And he looks at the, he looks at this whole pinky toenail. Reaches Was it truly a victory, Arello? And he pulls and out a dagger. Cost. He's just, I don't feel right about this otherwise. And he cuts off a quarter of this toenail. Uh, and then hands it to the two of you. Says, You don't have to come back to my shop tomorrow. What? Well, other than for like the, the, yeah, but yeah, you don't have to work here. I'm, we're good, we're clean. But if you guys want anything magical, <laughs> if you guys are looking for a deal, like if you want maybe like a ring or a circlet. Or like the mask of a dwarven fiery man. Maybe we could, you know, do a thing. But if you guys want to go about your day, I understand. You want to do a thing? And he looks you up and down and just says, I, I mean, sure. Got it back, Caleb. Next. Boop. <laughs> All right, we'll be back in a couple hours. Let me take you to my you. chamber. <laughs> <laughs> bye, Galen. Okay, bye. I'll wait, go. Wait, here. And she, she gives him his, her coat. Take that to Arjan and get it cleaned. <clears throat> okay. It's been a while since I've been with a halfling. This is going to be interesting. And he just kind I of hope like... you're flexible. <laughs> and he says, uh, as he opens up the door, he says, Gwen, there is a world of possibilities before you. And he just motions to all of the different Arillos. <laughs> Gwen kind of drops her hands and she's like, I, okay. And a it was nice seeing you, Caleb. That says things that make you say wow. <laughs> It is a red curtain that closes, and it is just that printed on it. And, Caleb, you find yourself back in the lobby. There's the little frog you... with the top hat on it. He's just standing there, heavy breathing, because now he has a coat of dead skin and a giant's toenail. This is gross. <laughs> gross, this is gross. And as you are uh, saying, this is gross, this is gross, you hear a... <laughs> as... Uh, All right, you're not going to do that the whole time. <laughs> you, uh, you see coming out from uh, behind a set of red robes uh, what looks to be a bald, uh, gray-skinned, humanoid-looking figure that you would recognize specially to be a Goliath. Uh, and the figure kind of puts his arms down on the counter and says, Galem, right? Orillo, pleasure to ah. meet you. Hello. Can I get you anything? Oh, no, I was just leaving because I have some stuff oh, to drop I'm... off at home. That's all right. You can always come back. I will. You'll always come back. 
Goodbye now. Caleb's just giving him this like the shining thousand yard stare as he's walking out. All right. Uh, so as you are leaving for the day, when you get outside, it is roughly uh, it's actually later on in the day. You've lost most of your day on the material plane by just sort of being out. Uh, Arjan, while you have been making potions, uh, you have continued to just hear this unending yowling that seems to be coming from underneath your house. Until And you are doing your best to kind of just drone it out. It's happening at such an irregular frequency that you cannot, for the life of you, mentally parse this as background noise. And as you are finishing up and writing a label on one of your potions, you hear a knocking at your door that seems to interrupt the meowing from downstairs. <clears throat> Open up in there! And followed by another just on the door. Yeah, I'll, I'll go open it. And as you open up the door and look out, just like peek through it. you see a, uh, a half-elven woman, arms crossed, folded in front of her. Uh, she is wearing a white leather jerkin uh, with a leather vest over it that looks like it has uh, a lot of very nice kind of floral embroidery on it. Uh, and she says... Look, I understand that we haven't been neighbors for very long, but seriously, you need to quiet that cat down. I share the unit with you. It's ridiculous. Did you not know that there was the ordinance about, like, no noisy pets? Well, listen, it's not a pet. It's a pest. And I am working on it. What do We've you got mean a pest? I'm sorry, it um... Came in a little strong. I'm Denny, uh, and this uh, half-elven woman extends her hand out towards you, and you should see that she has uh, shorter brown hair, uh, and then uh, what looks to be just these very deep green eyes. She has a little bit of uh, frecklage across the bridge of her nose. Arjan. Arjan. Well, it's nice to meet you, uh, and also nice to mildly hear about your problems. I, right next door. I picked that up. Um, yeah, I have no idea how to deal with this cat. It's just under the floorboards. I can't exactly just, like, rip it up. Well, you said it really wasn't a cat, but it was a cat. No, well, it's not a pet. So you just have a stray? A stray's making all of that noise. Yes. She just, like, rubs her head a little bit and says, Do you know where it is? I'll take her to the... to where I assume it still... Uh, it still is, like, yeah. to the rocks in the... or the crack in the side of the... Like, and she looks at it and looks at you and just... So you're saying it somehow squeezed through this slit? Look, I don't fucking know. Cats are liquid. No, that is... I have heard that before. Look. This is 
This is driving me mad. I'm trying to get business done next door, and whenever I'm talking to a customer, halfway through our deal, your cat ends up... Not your cat, this stray ends up just meowing so loud that the person I'm trying to do business with ends up leaving. It's kind of hard to do delicate money exchanges when there's something that loud underneath. No, I understand. So, Go. how are you going to fix it? I haven't gone around to that yet. I haven't gone around to even thinking about that. I'm trying to fill an order for one of my own customers. So you're opening a business? Trying to. If you need any extra startup, just let me know. I'm a moneylender by nature. So if you're looking for anything, you only need to look next door. But awfully convenient it's helpful i would say maybe if you had some more expensive potions on your end that people needed a loan to get we could work out some kind of mutually beneficial deal if you make expensive potions i don't really know about your clientele but do you know is it in the sewer I'm not super sure, but how about, look, as soon as I finish up with this particular one, I'm terrified to leave my potions alone. I will do my utmost best to figure out exactly where this is and get rid of the problem for both of our benefit. Look, let's say, how, how long, what's your order? How many potions Eight. do you have left? Uh, how many were, have I been able to get done today? Uh, today you are working on your second one. Currently working on my second one. Then I have three more. Okay. She says, what if I just bought you potions to fill up the order and you could take care of this? I'll comp you for any time that you spend, but seriously, can you take care of this? I can certainly try. Now, I know that the city doesn't exactly like people going underneath, going into the sewers. It's bad for business. But I know somebody who'd be able to get you down there if that is where you, this stray is coming from. I will take any help that you can offer. Then I am going to do my best to find all, to get all of the allies that I can. So that way we can take care of whatever it is that's coming down on, from underneath. Because seriously, have you ever tried to convince somebody that they should borrow 700 gold from you only to be meowled at halfway through? It doesn't yet, work. But I'm sure it's going to happen at some point during the next season. Probably. I mean, people who are usually looking for money to borrow come spring. Winter is generally hard for them. Right. Yes. That's what I meant. What am I fucking saying? 
Ah. All right. Now I'll leave you to go do your thing. Um, have you even introduced yourself to your neighbors? I have not. It explains why you didn't know me. So, for your information, I'm Danny. She points over uh, at a building that you can see that has a large compass kind of hanging uh, off of a swinging sign. Uh, and she says, that there's Tannen. He's a old gnome feller. Uh, he makes maps for a living. And then she points over to another building uh, that you can see has what looks to be a, uh, like on a wooden board, uh, the painting of a very fine, uh, a very fine jewel that has a ring around it. Uh, and she says, and that there's uh, Kelia. Uh, she is a Genasi lass and she's a jeweler. So if you're ever looking for rings, crowns, cups, embroidery or embossing, uh, she's probably your bet, although not embroidery. That one just sort of got carried away with me. But if you're ever in need of money, right next door. Uh, and you remember that your uh, your building has been part of a townhouse unit that had another entryway that led into it on uh, that you share a wall with, and you see that Danny just walks over. Uh, and she, uh, and you see it says, uh, on the board above, it says half string, full purse. Uh, and she just walks into that building. Great. And you hear Danny just yell through her house, just, oh, come the fuck on! I'm going to try to scout out the sewer entrance. Okay. Make a survival check. Eleven plus some stuff. Thirteen. Okay. Uh, so with your thirteen... Uh, but also... Yes. Nineteen. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. With your nineteen... Uh, you are able to identify two spots. Uh, that... uh, no, sorry. Oh. So I'm taking... Sorry, my camera's frozen. Uh, so I'm taking the 13 for this. Okay. Uh, I was just rolling blood die for later. Got it. Okay, so with your 13, uh, you managed to find that there are two entryways into the sewer. One is more of like a grate uh, that you could lift up but people just generally will throw food scraps or uh, refuse down into. Uh, and then the other location that you can see that you would be able to actually get into the sewer uh, is actually underneath the dock area a little bit. It is a large metal grate uh, that, again, just has runoff kind of pouring from that into the harbor. Good to know. Uh, and then I'm going to go back up and try to finish the potion if uh, if she tells me about anybody that uh, can help me get into the sewer then that's great okay uh, yeah so it is by the time that you are finishing up your potion um, and uh, as you were getting that taken care of uh, there is a knock at your door it's Danny again and she says um, 
that she has spoken with a dwarven man uh, who said that he is willing. Uh, he has access to the sewers beneath his uh, beneath his shop. And so he is willing to then just open the gates to let you guys in uh, at no fee or charge to the uh, you or your parties as Danny is again taking care of that for you. Uh, and I would also like to, to, uh, make a point, um, Coriander's plan for the day, uh, because you have been potion making all day and she kind of was at the shop with you as you guys parted ways. Uh, she said that she was going to go and see, uh, that she was going to go and kind of talk to the metal worker a little bit more. Uh, that had finished making her armor. She had some uh, small adjustments that she needed to actually take care of. Uh, and then around lunchtime, after you were finished with your first potion, she came back again uh, and let you know that she and Oliviette were actually going to be going on an overnight date uh, along in the harbor, just as kind of like a small sailing excursion, uh, and that she would see you uh, the next day at some point. Okay. Right. Yeah. So uh, you are uh, you have now found out about uh, this dwarven man who is willing to let you into the sewers, uh, and that is around the time that Caleb ends up showing back up. Why are you carrying Gwen's jacket? It has cloud giant skin in it. We use that. I don't know, but here's a giant toenail. I can use that. I'm gonna go wash out her jacket. Do I... I I'd have to have, like, a bowl or something as part of my alchemical equipment, right? Yeah. Like yeah, a mortar so and pestle kind of larger bowl. I'll, I'll get the giant skin. Okay. Mm. And uh, hold on a second, and then I'm going to go over to where I was making the acid vials and bomb. Okay. It's not acid breath. It's, it's just, just bomb. Yeah. Yeah, me too. <clears throat> uh, I'll pass on my water skin. Thank you. Uh -huh. Kylum, how... How would you feel about going with me down into the sewers and killing a cat? Like, ritualistically, or like... More like pest removal. Oh. Is it... Points it down. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Kayla, we've got to make it stop. Yeah, I'm with you there. Gwen's gonna be a while. I guess we're heading down into the sewers. So, I I'm very sorry to everybody. <laughs> so, I'm very sorry point. if you love cats. So, interesting thing, uh, as you guys are opening up the door and getting ready to head out. You do actually see Gwen making her way back towards you. 
uh, as time in the council uh, functions very differently. So, Gwen, you have spent the last several hours enjoying yourself uh, with ever and with whoever you so please, as long as it's Arillo of some sort. Uh, but yeah, so you are making your way back uh, and you see your party members actually exiting this building. What's up, my dudes? You're oh, hi. Radiant. I am sweaty. That's a word for it, too. What's up? We're gonna Where go I... kill a cat. We're going in the sewers. Sweet. Can I come? Absolutely. Sweet. Uh, I don't Where's know. Corey? Corey's off uh, having a date with Olivia. <sighs> must be nice. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed, but I still haven't gotten my crossbow, so I'm a bit... Yeah. But, I mean, it's just a cat. This couldn't be a deadly encounter or whatever. Yeah, but, like, would... Why didn't you just buy one? I did. It's still being made. Oh! Did you get a dagger? Didn't I give you a dagger? I mean, I have daggers, but, I mean, usually I prefer my claws. Do you want a battle axe? I... Don't know if I can actually use that. <laughs> Not effectively. I have proficiency. Versatile. We should be fine. It's a cat. What could possibly go wrong? It's a it's... cat that died, okay, dude? It's a ghost cat. We're going to fight a ghost cat. Then I should have, like, all of my Bloodhunter shit to help me out. It's fine. Everything is fine. It'll be great! <laughs> Oh no, you're doing it too. <laughs> <laughs> He's possessed! <laughs> oh, not again. <laughs> to the sewers. Alrighty. Uh, to the poop. So you guys go. Uh, the shop that you are actually uh, introduced to is uh, it is a like a compost shop. Like they just sell a variety of dirt. Uh, and nutrient-rich soils, and the uh, location name is uh, Mr. Mulch. And you just see that there is a dwarf who has a clean-shaven head, but he just has a beard that as uh, he talks to you guys and takes you down to the sewer, you can just see is just, like, there are worms crawling in it, just, like, and other insects, creatures that just sort of seem to live in this dude's beard, and he just... He doesn't seem to care at all. Uh, and it seems like a lot of what he does around here uh, is a uh, is almost like druidic magics uh, in the sense where he uses uh, he uses bugs as means of uh, kind of um, like anti weed uh, creatures just to make sure that everything is growing in the way that it should be. And Mr. Mulch takes you into a sewer or takes you into his basement and shows you a sewer grate and says, um, Well, it came when I bought the place. So, uh, normally, city doesn't really like me um, opening it up for people, but Danny and I worked out a deal. So, you guys aren't cops, right? Like, you have to tell me if you're cops. We are not cops. Do I look like a cop? No. 
But that's, that's why you got to be careful because you could have been undercover and not even known it, man. Uh, and he goes over uh, and starts undoing a lock and opens up uh, the grate and says, all right, I'll just, I mean, make sure to come back this way and I'll keep an ear out. Thanks, dude. Gotcha. Hey. Hmm. You want some dead skin of a giant? Yeah, that sounds kind of cool. Where'd you get giant skin? How do I know it's giant? Is is a rats keeping giants alive underneath the city? I went to the plane of smoke. Oh no way! That's awesome. Yeah, I like? think you'd like it. Smoky. He just kind of nods. And you see he reaches into a pocket and he pulls out a handful of mushrooms and just chomps on them. Just as he's like slowly nibbling on them, he's just, I think I would. I think I would. One just goes what? down. <laughs> yeah, and you guys just see yourself into the sewer and the grate closes above you. And he just says, all right, I'll see you guys soon. And then you just see him kind of like stand there. And just looking down into this grate, and eventually you hear a fuck, man, I can't move my legs. <laughs> he giggles <laughs> to himself, but then you see his body just turn and begin moving away. I need what he has. No, you don't. I want what he has. There you go. That's fair. All right, so you guys have made your way into the sewer. Uh,. Make a survival check as you begin to kind of navigate around, trying to figure out a pathway back towards where you believe to be underneath your shop. 21. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so 21. Uh, you begin going around these tunnels, no problem. And eventually, like, you think that it's going to be just a clear shot straight towards where you need to go. Uh, but there are a series of walls that have been set up uh, with only small little runoff drainage kind of going through it. Uh, so it takes you guys a while to kind of weave around. But Arjan, you have a very good sense of direction about you, even in these kind of labyrinthine uh, situations. Also, I've lit my claws. All right, so you've lit your claws. Uh, I would like for you guys to make perception checks as you kind of continue uh, making your way through here. Natural 20. Natural 20. Damn. Ah! <laughs> 12. Okay. <laughs> what are we rolling? Perception. Plus three, 15. Okay, yeah. So uh, all three of you, uh, as you are making your way down these tunnels, you actually, it's it's been relatively dark. Uh, there hasn't been like torchlight and everything else kind of set up. Uh, and as you are, uh, other than your claws, uh, effectively being able to shed some light around you. But you actually see uh, that there is a small light uh, that seems to be coming up from around a corner where you guys are at. And uh, Arjan and Kalem, uh, you hear what sounds like voices. Uh, and they are they're speaking to each other. Uh, but it seems almost like a very jumbled language. Uh, in that they are speaking common, but one of them says, uh, So, did you bring everything from the banana stand? 
and uh, the other individual uh, across from them, you hear is kind of a lighter voice that says, everything was accounted for within the bundle, so I don't see what the problem here should be. Uh, and as you guys kind of lean in closer, uh, looking around this corner uh, to get a better look, uh, make a set of stealth checks as you guys get nearer. Twenty-one. Okay. <laughs> that was almost a four. What was it instead? I hold on. I'm pulling up my thing. I was looking up a name. Oh gods! There's Glenn. That's eighteen plus stealth. One. Yeah. Nineteen. Okay. Kale. Six. Okay. Uh, so, as the three of you, uh, Arjan, you and Gwen in a very stealthy fashion, like backs up against the wall, kind of peering out, uh, listening in very intently to this conversation. Gwen, you can't really hear the words that they're saying. You just kind of hear the tones. Uh, but Calum, uh, as you go to try and, uh, try and be stealthy and lean in, you actually slip a little bit on some of the runoff that's underneath you. There seems to have been uh, a little bit of like this greenish, uh almost like moss it's like a lichen uh that is across the ground and your foot slips forward and you actually kind of spill out into the hallway and you stay on your two feet you you haven't managed to completely fall uh but you see that there are uh that this large group all turns towards you and as they do uh you see that there is uh there are a multitude of goblinoids that are here there seems to be about four smaller goblins there are three uh that also have the kind of flatter nose pointed ears but they are much hairier with longer arms uh and you see one of these individuals wearing this very thick uh heavy plate mail uh that uh and they are talking to two tieflings one red and one blue uh both in these very loose fitting clothes that sort of they seem to have been backing up against the wall uh, I would like for you all to make perception checks as Calum kind of falls out and all of their vision turns towards you guys. Twelve. Eighteen. Twenty-three. Okay, so the eighteen and the twenty-three, both of you see for a brief moment these tieflings get a look of confusion and then they look at each other and you see the blue one just gives a wink to the red one and the red one just gives a brief nod as the uh plate mailed individual looks back at them and just says uh who are they uh and the two tieflings say reinforcements and then you see both of them just fade back as they merge into their own shadows and disappear uh, and then the, uh, this individual in plate mail points his sword out towards, uh, towards you, Calum, and you can see that he has, uh, very red skin, a flat nose as well, and again, just these kind of pointed teeth with thick black hair that's been pulled back in a bun. Uh, and he says, Get them so we can bring them in for questioning! Those fucking devils just made off with our gold! And that is where we are going to go into our break for the evening so i would like to say thank you to everybody for sticking by as we introduce a new gambling game 
in yeah. uh, into our homebrew campaign setting as well as uh, get towards the end of potion making time. Uh, so I would like to say thank you to everybody who, again, decided to stick around. Thank you to these awesome players for for just being yourselves. It's great. I love going into the sewers. This is our third sewer trip. Yeah. <laughs> the third sewer trip, guys. We smell awful. Awful. Another bath episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in All the right. house of lady favors. <laughs> All right, so we are going to be back in five to 10 minutes. So don't go into a place unless it is to grab a food, grab a drink, grab a friend, or go to bit.ly slash adventure merch, where you can possibly get a t-shirt like these fine folks are wearing, a sweatshirt, a mug, all sorts of great stuff. Uh, and we will see you guys shortly. So don't go into a place. All right, everybody. Bye-bye. And we are back. Steven! Oh, God damn it. I was you a question! Never mind, I'll shave it for later! I didn't have a fake mustache, so pliers will have to do. Oh, damn it. I wasn't expecting this! From today with love. We miss you, Wings. Uh, Alright, so... You guys are, uh... <laughs> You guys are getting, uh, you have these, this group of goblinoid figures that have pointed their swords at you, uh, and their assumed leader, uh, said, get them so we can bring them in for questioning. Those fucking devils just made off with our gold. Uh, and they are going, uh, to all come at you guys. Uh, and you can see that there are four of these tinier goblinoids, three of these taller, lankier ones, and then one, uh, red-skinned one. So, uh, I'd like for everybody to roll some initiative. But let me get my little notebook. I got it! So I can take it. Ooh! Ooh, Caleb! Okay, Caleb. He rolled a natural 20, but so minus 19. one is a 19. All right. Arjan. <laughs> Arjan rolled a natural 16 plus three, so he also got a 19. Okay. Gwen. Gwen rolled a 19 plus one, so she gets a dirty 20. Oh shit. I think this actually just might end up working out in your guys' favor. Yeah, none of these guys roll above you. So it's going to go you as a block, them as a block. Solid. Which is good. So. Can I just say, as we're setting this up, I got an apple from the fridge, but somebody stored it right with the peppers. Oh, so no. it yes. kind of tastes like peppers, and it's kind of gross. Ooh, yucky. Enjoy Alrighty. my pain. So, uh, Gwen, you are going to be going first. You see that there are three of these taller, lankier creatures rushing forward, as well as four smaller goblins that are all just scrabbling forward with very uh, broken, rusted-looking cutlasses on scimitars. Uh, Gwen would like to rage. Tiny rage! <sighs> uh, and she's uh, If she goes for the big one, is she going to provoke? Uh, yeah, she would provoke. Just because okay. there are so many of them kind of coming in at a wave. Cool, 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 cool. So she will uh, do two attacks on just the first one. Okay. On a smaller guy, taller guy. Let's go for one of the small ones. Why okay. not? Roll the hit. 
First one on the small one. Let's do the second one on the big guy. Okay. Plus, plus five. Okay, okay, okay. That's a nine. <laughs> okay, so with a nine, that does not hit. Okay. The other one is a 16. Okay, 16 does hit. Roll for damage. Okay. Uh, seven plus four, twenty-one. All right, and were you going at eleven? Eleven. Okay, and you were going for the tall, a taller one or a smaller yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. The second one was the fifth with the taller guy. Okay, sounds good. So that was eleven points of damage. Yep. Sounds good. Okay. And she starts glowing, and uh, uh, Gray Skull emerges from behind her, and he's. And she's <laughs> Jesus. Okay. <laughs> and sounds good. So next up, Arja. Uh, I would like to uh, use Green Flame Blade uh, to get one of the guys in front, and uh, if it hits, I would like the Green Flames. Uh, to hit somebody behind. Them. Okay. One of the bigger guys. And 11's not going to hit, is it? No, it is not. Okay. Uh, bonus action, I would like to uh, just use my claws. Okay. That's like an offhand attack. Uh, will a 14 hit? A 14 does not hit. As you go on one of these uh, smaller creatures, it raises up an arm and you can see that it's uh, like the gauntlet plate that is on uh, that it's on its arm actually comes up to be almost like a small buckler. And it just seems to brush. Uh, it seems to brush your claw out of the way as you try and swipe down. Caleb, it is your turn. You see three of these taller, hairier looking guys, four of the smaller goblins and then one of the red skin goblins. I would like to use my ra uh, Blessing of the Raven Queen to teleport into the middle of them. Okay. And would this be... Would um, Gwen and Arjan be within 15 feet of me, or...? Yes. Unless you tell... Like, you Maybe. could teleport yourself so that way they weren't, but as, like, directly in the middle of this group, they would be. Okay, can I do that so that, like, the front line is within that 15 feet, like... But your range. friends aren't, or your friends. But aren't? my friends aren't. Uh, you would get all I would but have to two be of them. Back. Yeah. All but two. Yeah, you would get all but two of them. Yeah. Okay. Um, you see, Calum teleport, armor of the Raven Queen, and on his hands are these two like giant raven talons. He sinks them into the ground, and then I'm gonna cast upheaval, which is one of my newer spells. What does that do? Um, it is basically, uh, what's it? This is what's shock. it? It's, it's basically shockwave. The, the shockwave spell is a shockwave. Thunderwave. Thunderwave spell, but it does bludgeoning damage instead okay. as loose earth and detritus move out from me. Rad. Okay. So deck saves, I'm guessing. Constitution saves. Con saves. Oh boy. What's the number they're looking for? They are looking for a DC 14. Okay, so two the two tall boys that were in there made it, but the smaller guys, who? Uh, three of the smaller guys did not. 
Yeah. He teleports. Hi. Uh, yeah, and then the red skin one also failed. 14 points of bludgeoning damage. Ooh. I'm casting it at level three, so. Okay. And then uh, are you getting... Um, yeah, sorry. So it is three of those smaller forms all just get shredded from this. They like as this dirt and everything else comes up with them, uh, you see that like it causes them to kind of like fall onto their back. But as they do, they were more top heavy. So they actually land and snap their neck as they fall onto the ground or another one. You see uh, a loose like sharper rock ends up jutting up and kind of going through this thing's lower jaw it falls to the ground dead uh and it seems like three out of four of those tinier goblinoid forms have all just been wasted and anybody who fails get pushed gets pushed 10 feet away from me okay yeah so they all get uh all these tiny goblin corpses just kind of get shunted up against the walls uh, and then the do they take damage uh, on a uh, on a success? Do they take half? Half. Okay. So then these guys are going to take half of eleven. Right? You said eleven. Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. Sorry. Got it. Sounds good. And then the main duder is also going to take that. So then next up are all of these guys' turns. Uh, and so the uh, two taller ones that just got uh, knocked by you, Calum, are then going to, one is going to rear up uh, with a morning star and try and bring it down against you. Uh, so he is going to get a, I'm guessing a 13 doesn't hit you. You want to hit a 15. Okay, sounds good. So he can only do that once per turn. Uh, and then the second guy will swing against you as well. Seeing as how you were a big and scary, that also does not hit. Uh, and then this little goblin uh, is going to actually uh, shriek out at you, Gwen. Uh, or at, uh, yeah, at you, Gwen, because you were uh, one of the last people to try and hit it, but you weren't successful in your attack. Uh, so it is going to try and hit against you. Uh, does a... Does a 19 hit? Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So that is going to be three points of slashing damage reduced to one because you are raging. <laughs> so just... <laughs> and then it slashes, it slashes you and it's like... A, it's a very nasty scrape is what you have. <laughs> Gwen just looks at it and then looks at him and her eyes are raged and her she's got all this glowing magic coming off her. She's like, that was a mistake. Uh, and it just looks at you and is very, very scared. Uh, next up is the taller, or not taller, but the red-skinned uh, goblinoid figure. And he is going to come over towards you, Calum. Um, seeing as how you have just showed up and dealt a bunch of damage to his men. Uh, and he is going to take out his... Uh, he's going to bring up his longsword and wield it with two hands and try and strike out against you. Uh, so, uh, I'm going to guess 
that a 12 does not hit. 15, okay. Second attack, no. Third attack, no. He misses with all three of his attacks. Dude, when I want nice. to get hit, right? they don't hit me. Yeah. I want you to hit me. I also want to hit you. So, I mean, <laughs> we're both in the same spot, but I rolled really well in Ordstone earlier today. So, like, evens out. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so then next up is Gwen. And Gwen, you have... Uh, you have one of these taller, uh, or I guess the tall, lanky individual near Arjan didn't get to go. So he is going to swing out towards you, and that is a 21 to hit. Against whom? Arjan. Yeah. Okay. So he is going to deal... 15 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. And that was it for him. He was forgotten. Uh, so then, Gwen, it is your turn. And this little goblin has just tried to hit you, and you see that there are these taller, uh, lankier forms as well that are trying to hit Calum. But he is in his raven form, just looking like a boss on the battlefield. Just no hit can possibly land on him. Cool. Alright, she's gonna attack the guy in front of her. Hopefully. Does a 17 hit? Uh, 17 does hit. Okay. Uh, that's another 11. Okay, and that was tiny form, larger form? Tiny, tiny guy. You waste him. It's like yeah! your axe doesn't even register that it has connected with another thing. Like, you have chopped wood tougher than this goblin was as it collapsed down onto the ground. All right, who the fuck is next? And she's going to go attack someone else. Probably someone on Calum. Okay, uh, there still is a taller figure that is kind of spaced between you and Arjan. So if you moved past, you would be provoking an attack of opportunity. Then I will get that guy. Okay. Let's do it. Yes. 15? 15 does not hit. Uh, it seems like you, as your axe kind of sinks in, whereas the previous goblin was absolute butter... Uh, as your axe sinks in, he actually just flexes really toughly, and the axe just sort of sinks into his arm, and he just holds it there and looks at you with these two canine, uh, sharper canine-like tusks. Just... <sighs> uh, next up, Arjan. Uh, so the big guy in front of me, is there anybody else within five feet of him? No. I would like to use my bonus action to invoke Blood Curse of the Marked. Uh, and let me let me let me grab one of these. Nope, that's not what my blood die is. Uh, and I would like to uh, make an make a couple of attacks at this guy. Okay. Because I I have more than one attack. I forget that because I've been using a crossbow this whole time. How's an 11 look? 11 does not hit. What about a natural 20? That will hit. Don't have enough dice. It's always a problem to have, isn't it? You have all of these dice and you're like, I don't have enough for my crit. <laughs> Guess I need to get more. Mm. Oh. 
Speaking of getting more dice. Oh. Sorry, I thought the giveaway was still going on. Nope. I hired dice. Nope. Okay, so that's going to be six points. Nope. Seven points Ooh of slashing damage. Okay. Sounds Did good. Did you add your your and blood? Your uh fifteen points of fire damage. Holy shit! Alright, so yeah. Uh you watch as these claws just kind of sink into this creature and he looks at you, like looks down, sees your claws just sticking out of him, looks back at you very confused. And then you see steam kind of coming off of his body, and he just, uh, uh, as he opens up his mouth, his deep green flame, or like the uh, yellow green, yeah, the yellowish green flames just erupt out of his mouth, and he just seems to burn from the it's inside falling. out, and just collapses onto the ground. And Gwen, your axe kind of follows it down to the ground as well, because that was the one that you had sunk your uh, runt axe into. It was muted, but we sure got the message. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, and that's my turn. All right, Caleb, it is your turn. As you have these uh, three uh, larger imposing figures on you. Like, Caleb's looking really imposing, and then it fades, and he's like, oh. Uh, use command word, yield. Okay. So, that is 16 or 15 save? No, it's 14. 14, got it. Okay. Uh, so... And I'm casting it at 3, so it'll affect all three of them. Alright, so, uh, you see that the two are, uh, the two kind of uh, tanner-skinned, hairier ones both just like... Mm. And seemed like the magic... Uh, does actually work on them. But you see that the red-skinned one, his nose just flares up and just... <laughs> as the magic just sort of seems to come at him and he just shrugs it off. Meep. All right, so next up, uh, the two bugbears have to yield during their turn. So they uh, just kind of put their hands up and, like just hold it there. And uh, they're both just kind of looking at each other like... This isn't what I wanted to do at all. Uh, and they are just looking very distraught. But the one figure in the middle brings his longsword down and is going to try and do a diagonal slash on you. And he is going to get a, I believe, a decent number. Because I'm looking for 15. So, why did I? Why did I not use a bookmark? So, you know what else go. won't ever fail you? One of these indoor adventure hoodies. Yeah! They're very warm and made of great material. A 21 to hit? Shit. Yeah, that hits. <laughs> okay. So that is going to be that. This is the form I don't want to get hit in. Oh yeah, sorry. Poison charges. 106. <laughs> uh, 17 to... points of slashing damage. Gwen is going to use her reaction to spirit shield. What does that do? 
So Gwen, as she like turns to see Kayla is about to get hit, she reaches her hand out and you see a uh, uh, gray skull uh, like go out through her hand and comes out and like takes a, a little bit of the damage from the attack. And then you just like face to face with them for a second. Then sup <laughs> goes back to Gwen. So take you get you. I rolled a six, so you take six less damage. Eleven. Okay. This guy is going to hit with a second attack. I can only do it once. Uh, that is going to be a modified twenty to hit. Yes. All right, so four points of slashing damage. Yay. And then his third attack. Oh, good. Modified 20 again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that is going to be for 13 points of slashing damage. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, next yes, up, Gwen. Uh... Or Caleb, unless you had anything else. Oh, I'm back up. No, if you had if you had like a reaction or anything like that that you were doing. Oh, uh, ow! Saying ow Gwen is a good action. So that's a free action. Yeah. Uh, Gwen is going to good job, Arjan, and then she's gonna run at a big guy. She uh, would like to attack him, please. Okay. Um. That's a 12, and less than that. Okay. Yeah, uh, both of those attacks miss. Uh, as your axe tries to strike out against him, but just slides off of his plate mail. Solid. All right, so, Arjan. Caleb, how are you looking? Oh, I'm, like, at less than half. <laughs> It's fine. Death uh, is the CC. Indoor, can you explain the geometry of the people around him? Like, say, if I wanted people to be in a line or something like you that. You could get two out of three regardless of how you angled it. Because yeah. they've kind of triangulated over him. See, there's no way that you could line up all three within the same shot. And are they the the two hairy dudes and the red skin the one, red yeah. guy. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, you guys have killed all of the other ones. I mean, I'm I'm just gonna claw. I'm gonna go up to uh, one of the one of the hairy guys and uh, hit try to hit him with the green flame blade. Okay. Fourteen. 14 does not hit. As your claws come down, it seems like his hide is tougher uh, uh, than you were. Bonus action to offhand. Okay. Uh, 22. 22 does hit. Roll for damage. Do I... It's offhand. Do I just not add the modifier? Yes. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. <sighs> Minimum damage. Uh, Two. Okay. No, no, fiend. A reroll once. Six. Okay. Okay. One point of piercing. Six points of fire. Sounds good. Yeah, he 
these creatures are looking uh mightily messed up except for the red one wearing these wearing this full armor uh and then it is going to be these creatures turns uh and the or calum yes sorry i was to say uh hi <coughs> um uh fuck wait how does that feet work again sorry one moment uh, no, is this one? I wanted to show me. Thanks. Ah, da, da, da. Uh, from that creature. Okay, cool. Um, bonus action. Staff of the Adder. Snakehead comes out. I'm gonna whip it at the big dude, the big red dude. Okay. Which is d20 plus four. Does a 16 hit him? It does not. As the snake goes to bite out, it cannot find any flesh on this uh, individual, as it all just seems to be coated in uh, armor. You see Calum, as he strikes out at him, spins on his heel and starts running toward, back towards Arjan and Gwen. Uh, the red skin guy can't um, attack me with his reaction because of my mobile feet. Okay. Uh, your friends have actually like come up onto the triangle, so you're just backing the hell out. I'm just gonna back the hell out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you managed to get out of there, and it's one of those things where uh, the red-skinned individual goes to uh, raise his sword up to try and strike against you, but sees that you are already just going far too quickly for him to swing down. Uh, however, there is a large dragon man with flaming claws, uh, and then there is also this little halfling who is just been a real pain in the side uh so the two taller individuals are going to strike out against you gwen and one got a nat one so that doesn't do anything uh does a 17 hit yes sir okay so that is going to be for 14 points of bludgeoning damage but since you're raging reduced to seven also steven i didn't provoke from the lankier dudes no, uh, because your mobile feet, you would have been able to... Or is... It's only for that person that I attack. Okay, then the two lankier guys would have used their reaction to strike out against you. Thank you for being honest. They both hit. Oh! With a, with a what? Uh, one got a 19, and the other got a modified 20. Well, I'm going to use shield, so one hits. Okay. I have a 20 AC now. <laughs> okay, uh, and you are going to take... 11 points of bludgeoning damage. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 You're mm -hmm. fine. You're fine. He's not. Oh, he's not up? He's still up. He's still up. Okay, so, uh, then Gwen, two hit you? Two it hit you? Me? Yes. Yeah, I've been hit, hit twice. Okay, no, I was meaning... No, no, uh, no oh, sorry. One, only one of them hit. Okay, cool. You didn't, you didn't attack with the other guy. Got it. Uh, or so... One was a one, one was a... Yes. One of, and you. then the big guy needed to attack. Right. So that is going to be 11 points of uh, piercing damage reduced down to uh, five. Five. And then it is going to be the red-skinned individual's turn. Uh, and he is actually going to reach onto his back and he pulls out a javelin and he just points at Calum and he rears back and throws it. 
Uh, and he is going to try and hit you. Uh, that is a 21 to hit. Just hits. Okay. No, it really does. <laughs> uh, and then that is going to be for five points of piercing damage. Takes that on the shoulder, but keeps trucking. Uh, and then you see him pull out uh, a second javelin, and for his second attack, he is going to try and harry you again. <laughs> God <Goddamn. laughs> uh, He only gets a 16 on that one, though. Shields so, the back. Clink. Yep. Uh, and he just sort of looks at Caleb as he runs away and just snorts again, and then slowly turns his head towards you, Arjan. And you see him do a quick flourish with his sword and then holds back onto it with two hands. Uh, and then that is going to be his turn. Next up, Gwen. You have these How two. How dare you? Large That's enemies. my sweet baby boy. Uh, she would like to attack uh, him. And she would like to do so recklessly. Okay. Uh, big bad. And that would be a 23. That'll hit. Yet. Okay, um, I'm gonna do this. Oh, okay. Uh, Eleven plus four, right? It's still plus two. Yep. Uh, so fifteen on the first hit, okay. and then on the second hit. That was on red guy, right? Big red guy. Yep. Okay. And then um, there are two guys next to him. Yes. Um, wait, hold on. Oh, it's a, okay. It's a, then I'm going to do another attack on him. Big red guy. Okay. To be clear, didn't hit on that one. Sounds good. All right. Next up, Arza. But I did what I needed. Yes. So it's still the two big guys. Two big hairy guys and then the red guy. And Caleb has been running away and the red guy threw his two javelins at him uh, in an <sighs> attempt to try and harry him. Eventually one of these green flame blades is going to hit. <laughs> But not right now. Uh-huh. Uh, so I'm going to offhand attack uh, mm-hmm. the same guy that I did last time. Uh, that one also will not hit. That's okay. Okay. Uh, I really need my crossbow. This is a dire situation. Steven, you know what I'm going to do. Yeah, next. do what must be done. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna cast cure wounds at a higher level. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Roll me that D one hundred. Forty eight. Forty eight. Okay, so that is Hope you become a fucking child. <laughs> so as you cast cure wounds on yourself uh, to begin this healing process. All of you see this vivid, bright white. And it's very weird because you start hearing what almost sounds like faint bells off in the distance. And this light continues down uh, the hallway. And Calum, you see in front of you what looks to be a thin line up here uh, in the middle of the sewer, this vertical line almost through space. It just sort of rests there. And you see it stretch outward to create a portal. 
And that is where this bright light is coming through. And looking through this portal, you see fields of pink flowers and grasses, an autumn sunset, a very nice orangish color into the sky, and you hear clopping noises as you see a large white horse-like creature with a horn protruding out of its head parade itself through this portal and then appear next to you, its hair billowing as it arrives and just, I heard the call. What can be done? And it speaks to you in Celestial. What? We just got a unicorn. <laughs> Are you injured, sir? My collar. Pretty... Yeah, I got a javelin in my... Ow. The unicorn grabs onto the javelin and pulls it out for you, for you to cure wounds <laughs> over. Cure wounds. <laughs> So we're fighting some goblinoids down there. Um, they're evil, I think. The unicorn whips its head and stomps a hoof and just says, uh, no evil shall escape my sight. And he lowers his horn and gets ready to charge. Uh, so... Ryan Reynolds? Huh? Ryan Reynolds? Could be. Because he was the Green Lantern. I heard he voices a lot of animal companions here lately. So... Let's see what this unicorn does, because the fuck wild magic. <laughs> Glenn yeah, just that's... turns around, we're not keeping it! No, I want but, them! Because the last time we summoned a celestial worked out so well for us. Oh, yeah. So, uh, this creature is going to uh, lower its horn. Uh, <sighs> Calum, are you still injured? He's at 18 now from five okay but are you still like very clearly visibly very wounded? clearly visibly wounded okay uh so this unicorn uh is going to nuzzle its head against yours and use its healing touch ability uh to give you some some added hit points so you are going to get 10, uh, 10 points of health back. Nice. And if you had had any disease, it would have been cured. I should have slept at the House of Lady Favors. You can always go back. Uh, and so it is just going to try and like guard against you. Uh, so that is going to be it for that creature. And you see this red-skinned this red-skinned individual just tilt his head, point his finger up, pointing over at the unicorn. And the other creatures are just... And they seem to, like, be barking at each other about, like, what the fuck is this going on here? Uh, and the redskin one says, Briak, uh, Briak! Uh, and raises his hand up as he says it. And uh, the three of them are going to use their action to disengage uh, and then just begin running away from whatever the fuck just happened here and you see them begin just making their way uh very quickly down several uh down a corridor and as they're about to get to the corner you see the red skin one turns around and just looks like he is getting a mental image of both you blake as well as you gwen uh and then he squints his eyes and you see his nose flare up again and then he just books it down the corridor with the red uh with the remainder of his men 
Yeah, you better fucking run! Okay, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> Apparently, we walked right into a bad deal going down. You know what? I got that part. I'm talking about this, and she points to the unicorn. Kylum. Are any of your friends injured? Yes. Uh, yeah. I don't speak Celestial. Never mind. Yeah, Kaylee says, Yeah. Do you have a name? Petting his mane. <laughs> My name is not important, but your well being is. And it sidles up to you, uh, Arjan, and it tries to like nuzzle against you, and its horn begins to glow as it does. Uh, and it is Tal going to use. Please don't eat him. Tallian, please don't eat him. It looks delicious. Tallian, please don't eat him. Uh, I'm glad to know that you're, you're still awake. And you but. gain 12 points. That, that lot points. And this large, imposing fey creature then looks towards you, Gwen. Uh, and it seems to kind of scan over you. Do you have any kind of injury about you? I do. I have a question. Sure. Do I have any diseases? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Um, and if you think about it, a lot of the council members should probably get checked. Probably. But to be fair, it's never going to be an issue for you. So yeah. <laughs> not my problem. You'll never know about it. Please no one ever do that. No, it's, it's really bad. Be very self-conscious about this. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real lore. Get yourself <laughs> checked. Uh, so uh, this creature then will also heal you, Gwen. Uh, and it gives you eight points of healing uh, before it looks at you, Calum, uh, and says uh, in Celestial, if you're ever in need of my services again, you will know where to find me. And it begins galloping very, very, very quickly down this corridor until it reaches a point where you just see, again, its horn kind of pierces, like it pierces out with its horn and you see what looks to be reality kind of bending in almost like you're pressing your finger against cellophane wrap and with a you see this large portal open up to the same pink fields amber sky as this creature just rushes through and the portal closes as the wild magic surge only let you have a unicorn for a minute that was weird why did that happen Did you learn a new spell, Calum? Yeah. To summon a unicorn? No. Did you make a warlock pact? No. I did the thing. I was panicking. I was about to go. I was about to die. Arjan. We're here to kill a cat. It'll just continue walking in the direction. She's gonna look at Kim. We're gonna talk about this later, young man. Oh. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day, Gwen. Happy Mother's Day, Gwen. <laughs> All right. Uh, what is everyone's passive perception? That's a good question. 16. 12. 13. Okay. Uh, so, Calum and Gwen, as you guys are standing in the back watching as Arjan walks off, uh, mm -hmm. 
Caleb, your head's kind of like looking down because you just did a bad. Uh, although you saved yourself, so like mm, kind of evened out. And Gwen, you're more scolding him, kind of looking down like, what am I going to do about this child? The both of you see on one of these small goblin bodies that there is a like a square of fabric, a swatch that has been sewn onto the chest piece of this uh, goblinoid creature. And the two of you would recognize this symbol to be the symbol of the Keshin Trade Company. Ooh. Who's that? Um, You'd make a history oh. check if you would like. Same with you, Calum, if you would like to learn more about them. Ten. Twenty-six. Okay, so Gwen, uh, you've seen the name a couple places. If somebody asks you to like point out where on a map you could find the Keshin Trade Company, you would most likely pick to the coast. But like as far as like picking a specific like, oh, this city, this city, this city, this city, this is where they operate, that kind of thing, you wouldn't really be able to point it out. But you do know, uh, seeing as how you have bought stuff from there before with your friends, they are just sort of like a general trading company that operates all along the Illyrian coast uh, mm -hmm. and has a quite a bit of stations and they mostly employ uh, orc, half orc hobgoblin bugbear like all the goblinoid races seem to be their preferred uh their preferred people that they work for and you know as well uh that farin mugwort and uh elisharis and parnell they were all working on a keshin trade co ship uh making their way from Shroudport to uh the city of vascor oops why didn't we ask any questions before we started killing people I was following your lead. I was following your lead. Why would you do that? <clears throat> because I... Look, I'm just trying to kill a cat. I haven't slept in like two days. Jesus. D&D &D Jesus. Hey, what's up? Fang. <laughs> from Fang. off in the distance. <laughs> um, Callum's gonna take a dagger out of his boot and cut the patch off. Wait, are we gonna get in trouble? This was a shady deal, right? We stopped a shady deal. Or we just let some people get away with all the money. Wait, how did they do that, by the way? Are they, like, in the wall? And she's gonna put her face up against the wall. It's his crotch. <laughs> Always. It's just a wall. Stone. It's a little damp. You're not exactly sure why it's damp, but you're in a sewer, which is never a good sign. Yeah. Hey, Caleb. Hey. What did they do? This magic shit, what did they do? Well, they could have cast some sort of invisibility spell or a pseudo-teleportation spell. There's a lot of abilities like that. Um, could be anything, really. So they're gone gone? And not just hiding gone? They might be gone gone, or... Let's not do that. That'll compromise the structural integrity of the sewer. Um, we've got a cat to kill. Are y'all coming? Oh, yeah, sorry. Come on, Caleb. Stop. <laughs> you hear Stop this going. meowing cat uh, from off in the distance. 
and it seems to be getting closer as you guys uh, as you guys make your way. Make another survival check uh, as you try and navigate through these sewers. I'm gonna assist. Bless. It was worse. <laughs> Eight. All right. So it takes you quite a bit. I have to call the 19 before I roll. Uh, yep. Uh, so it takes quite a bit for you to actually move and kind of maneuver your way through these sewers. Uh, as again, you were just met with these large stone walls that you're pretty sure if they just weren't there, I mean, you don't know what's preventing you from taking them down other than, as Caleb pointed out, structural integrity. Uh, but you guys do eventually manage to, uh, after about 45 minutes or so, kind of weaving your way through these sewers, make your way back uh, towards where you can hear the meowing of this cat. Uh, as it had been spaced in between several of these blockers, so what you had thought was the most direct path just didn't end up panning out. Um, and as you guys are nearing this sound, make a set of perception checks. As you guys approach. Eight. Nineteen. Eleven. All right. Uh, so Gwen and Calum, as you guys are approaching, Arjan, uh, the light coming from your claws is kind of making it really difficult to see uh, past a certain point. Uh, mostly just because it's like it's shedding light, but it's like you have a light on near you, so it's hard to see where other sources of light are coming from. Uh, but uh, Calum and Gwen, the two of you see around a corner uh, as you guys are approaching it and hearing this loud meowing sound. Uh, what almost uh, what almost looks like a deep greenish color that sort of seems to be reflecting off of the wall, almost like it was water. Or almost like it was light kind of reflecting off water. Mm -mm. I don't like that. That's a thing, right? You're seeing that? Yeah. Should we kill it with fire? Arjan! And Arjan, uh, as they pointed out, you also see that against the wall, there is just what looks to be a deep green uh, reflective shimmering from around this corner. And as you guys kind of get near it, you can actually feel the air getting colder as it's kind of being drawn in towards this area. Is, would I get the sense of what this is? Uh, make a survival or arcana check. If it's survival, then it's 17. If it's arcana, then it's 15. Okay. Uh, either way works for this. Uh, mostly because this is related to Bloodhunter-like things. Uh, is you're pretty sure that there is a pact that is happening on around this corner. It almost seems like there is some sort of like either fiendish or fae-style pact that is just kind of drawing in the heat from the surrounding area. Someone is making a pact right this second. And you just hear followed by what languages do you guys speak? Abyssal, Draconic, Infernal. Celestial Common, Draconic, Dwarvish, Elvish, Undercommon. Jesus Christ! <laughs> He's done a lot of reading. Common Giant Halfling. <clears throat> okay, so Arjan, 
uh, you hear in Abyssal. You who are next in line for the Dark Throne. Do bitch. you accept these powers? And you just hear... So we are in agreement then. What would you like to do? Can I can I see what's going down, or is it just like make a stealth check? You you see the shimmering that is around the corner. If you would like to peer around, you'd need to make a stealth check. Twenty four. Okay, so twenty four on your stealth. As you kind of peek around, you just see that in the middle of this kind of runoff center is that there is this small black pile. Uh, that just sort of seems to be resting in the middle. And you see that there are lumps and bits that are kind of poking out of it. Uh, it doesn't seem to have like fur bits or anything like that. It's more of just like this kind of goop that is drenched over uh, what looks to be almost like a small skeleton. Uh, but the light, as it kind of hits against it, you can see that there are metal pieces to it. Uh, you aren't exactly sure what that all entails but it seems like there was some kind of metal structure inside of this goo uh and you see sitting on uh sitting on a side ledge uh not in the actual water at all a cat black as night with uh these very piercing yellow eyes that is just giving this very like pissed off looking stare but its tail is swishing happily and you see that across from it, hovering above uh, this water, this shadow-like creature that just sort of seems to be made of these deep blacks and dark greens that are just sort of flickering off of its body. It has no physical form in the shape of hands or feet or anything that you can really describe as humanoid. It just seems to be this living embodiment of eldritch horror. Uh, as you can see that there are these two bright yellow slits that could almost be construed as eyes. Uh, and it has then asked, uh, asked this cat if it would like to, uh, saying that they are in agreement. And you watch as the cat kind of stands up and begins sauntering towards this large uh, shadow. Can I intercede? Uh, yes. Make a, uh, God, why is that word escaping me right now? Initiative. Make an initiative check. And a lot of you guys can make initiative counts as well. 13. Which can I just stand there dumbfounded? Yes. 11. All right, so. Caleb is standing dumbfounded. Gwen, you got an 11. Arjan, what'd you get? 13? 13. Okay. Alrighty. So, Arjan, you were actually going to be going first. But you have made yourself known as you just start sprinting through the water trying to get after this shadowed creature as well as this cat. For my bonus action, I'd like to invoke Blood Curse at the Mark and amplify it. Okay. I rolled a one, so I'll be taking one hit point of damage, which is 
great. That's where I wanted to roll one. Um, I would like to uh, use my blood die, my 19, as I cast Green Flame Blade. Okay. Uh, I'm doubling the... Uh, so my Blood Curse of the Market's doubling the... Uh, the Crimson Right die, but if it has resistance to uh, fire damage, which I don't know if it does, the um, the Blood Curse has nicked that. Okay. Actually, does this creature have blood? This creature does not. Then, uh, never mind. And you are slashing against the giant flaming thing? No, I'm slashing against the cat. Okay, yeah. The cat also does not have blood. Yeah, uh, that's fine. That's just a waste of a bonus action. Um, yeah. So it's going to be five points of slashing damage. Okay. And five points of fire damage. Okay. So And is the Eldritch Hard thing five feet away from it? It is about ten feet away. But okay. they were on their way to converge from where it had been initially placed, so yeah, it would be about five at this point. Okay, so would I be able to hit it with yes. uh, Tarlayan's Claws? Yes. Uh, it's going to be taking ten points of fire damage. Ooh, snap. And that kind can't be reduced? Or is that reducible from the blood? It's fine. Okay. Neither of them have blood, so it, it just didn't take effect. Sounds good. So, uh, yeah, you sink your claws into this small feline figure. And as you do, you're expecting to be met with some resistance, but it's more like your hand is kind of passing through water uh, as it kind of continues out. And you see that it kind of splashes out a little bit, almost like it was oil, but it hangs in the air. And then as your claw finishes its, sw uh, finishes its swipe and this uh, flaming claw of Tarlayan sweeps by and hits the other creature, you see that the black uh, oil icker looking shape that was still hanging in the air then just seeps back into this creature as it looks up at you. It's two eyes, just these pure orbs of yellow. There does not seem to be any slits in them. So then next up is this shadow creature. Uh, this creature made of entirely uh, eldritch terror and might. Uh, and it is going to uh, look at you, Arjan, uh, and say, An intercessor, a powerful one at that. Perhaps he could be your next meal, sire. Uh, and uh, as it says that, you hear this, as this small feline figure is just sort of like looking you up and down you see it just lick its lips the small pink tongue just shoots up looks around and then pops back in uh so uh it is going to kind of shoot these flames out at you from its eyes uh so it is going to make two attacks so that is a 21 to hit and an 18 to hit. Okay, so... Yeah. For seven points of fire damage. 
and 13 points of necrotic damage as these two beams sink into you. Next up, Gwen. And Caleb, you are just watching all of this unfold. Could that just mean I'm like bottom of the initiative order? Mm -hmm. Could I use a reaction? Sorry. Yes. You know, vomit on him? No. Oh. Uh, I need a dexterity save from the cat. Okay. It fails. It just seems to sit there. It doesn't seem to move at all. Believe this. Nope, nope. I only get one of these because I still only have first level spells. 10 points of fire damage as. Uh, oh no! It is 2d10. <laughs> Hellish oh, rebuke. No. Hellish rebuke. Uh, 17 points of fire damage. Let's okay. save green fire. Sounds good. So. Awesome. What? I didn't peek around the corner. I didn't see any of that, right? No. Okay. You just saw so Arjan just haul ass as well as you heard some like deep guttural, almost backwards speech coming yeah. from down the hallway, as well as the meowing of this cat, which is much closer now. But based, uh, make an insight check as well. Okie <laughs> Shouldn't have asked. Uh, oh, that's not bad. Um, my insight is plus zero, so 12. Okay, so 12, it sounds like the meps and bleps that this cat is giving are somehow conversing with the other deep backwards speaking boys. Okay, uh, Gwen's gonna pop out, see that Arjan is trying to attack a cat thing. A cat right? thing as well as this lar as well as this like floating flaming creature. Um. Okay, we're killing it. Which one? Both of them. Roger. Uh, Gwen would like to use her bonus action to rage. Okay. And then she's gonna go uh, reckless attack the demon, probably, because that seems to be more powerful. Okay. In Gwen's mind. <laughs> Uh, that's a 15. Okay. Uh, 15 does hit. Roll for damage. Sweet. Alright. That is an 8, and I'm going to use, because I never use it, um, I'm gonna use my, uh, Savage Attacker feat. Uh, so that was an 8. I'm gonna take the 8. Uh, so that's 8 plus 4. It's 12. Okay. Sounds good. All right. So, uh, it is the cat's turn. And it looks up at you, Arjan. Uh, and you see it tilts its head. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw as its eyes gleam bright yellow. 14. Okay. So, you feel a magical effect wash over you, uh, and you are currently charmed by this cat. Uh, you consider it your ally uh, under the most grievous of circumstances. Is this a fiend? Uh, this is... Yes, this would be considered a fiend. Uh, 
Oh, because of the necklace, I would have advantage on yes. this. Uh, 18. 18 succeeds. So you feel this magical uh, effect wash over you, and for a minute you're like, no, this is the greatest cat ever. Why, are my, why was I trying to kill it? But wait a second here as the uh, archangelic necklace begins to glow and heat against your chest, reminding you uh, that no, this is not your friend. This is very much not your friend. Uh, and then it is going to just look at you and just meow. And then uh, it goes, uh, it just sort of begins to walk uh, a little bit past you, just kind of uh, getting closer towards this large flaming creature, uh, but not leaving your area of attack. So then next up is Caleb. What? <laughs> and uh, he's going to cast Spiritual Weapon. The raven feathers come out and like start swirling around the demon figure. Okay. And what does your Spiritual Weapon look like again? Oh, it's raven feathers. Okay. It just continuously like, whip and tear. Nice. So I get to make an attack with them. Oh, yeah. Uh, 25? Yeah, to that'll hit. hit. That'll totally hit. Oh god, I can map seven points of radiant damage, right? That's how this works. I'm sorry. That's not. Yes. Yes, it's radiant damage. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so you watch as these raven feathers just rip through it, and you see that it's almost like Swiss cheese after it has been done, where there are all of these holes in this flaming body as it just kind of shrieks out in pain. Uh, and the rest of you here, uh, just kind of like uh, the sound of like flames just sort of uh, growing in a fire, uh, just that snapping, popping noise. But Arjan, you most certainly hear it cry out in pain uh, as you speak its language. Next up, Arjan. Bonus action, I would like to hex the cat and give it disadvantage on dexterity checks. Okay. Actual action, I would like to green flame blade. Okay. 21 to hit. That'll hit. Roll for damage. Okay, this is, this is a bit. Uh, five points of slashing damage. Okay. Eight points of fire damage. Hooey. Four points of necrotic damage. Okay. Sounds good. So yeah, as your as the necrotic damage sinks into it, uh, it looks like at that like it doesn't even recognize that damage as it's coming in. It seems to be responding to your actual claws and the flames, though. Okay. And Tarlayan's claws come out yes. and hit the demon. Yes. For five points of fire damage. Okay. Yeah, and it uh, at that, it just kind of like rears back a little bit, not expecting uh, the claws to then come back at it a second time. Uh, so then next up is the shadowed creature. Uh, and you hear, My lord, this does not bode well for us. Use me, use my life essence. 
Escape while you can. Uh, next up is Gwen. And you just hear this again, just like speaking yeah. out. And then followed with this cat just like raising a paw. Just meow. Do something, get it away. I don't know what's going on. Which one should I attack? The cat. Okay. She will attack the cat recklessly. Okay. Uh, that's a 17. Okay, 17 um, will hit. Roll for damage. Okay. Ooh, that's max. That's uh, 16 damage on that one. And then a uh, second attack on the cat. That's 16 plus 5. Um, and then for damage, is that's a 6. Okay. So 22 total. Okay. So yeah, you slice into this creature and you hear a as its form just begins to shudder and shake, no longer being able to maintain this black Icarus form. Uh, And you watch and hear uh, the sound of clinking against the ground. And looking down, you can see that these two golden balls almost like contact juggling balls have fallen from the face of this creature and have landed down onto the ground and begin rolling into the center drain of the sewer and uh don't worry it's not very deep uh and as (laughs) it is uh as it is shuddering and trying to like maintain its composure you see for a minute behind where these areas uh, that the gold had kind of been blocking, just these two deep-seated red dots that just kind of look back, look, and just kind of scan across the room, and then it makes eye contact with this large flaming creature. And you see and hear it go... And as it opens its mouth up, its mouth unhinges at the bottom and gets larger and larger. And almost with a vacuumous-like force, you see and watch as this large fiery spirit just goes into the mouth of this, what used to be a cat. It is still trying to maintain its form. And as the flames enter into its body, you see these eyes end up getting brighter and brighter. This dark green black uh, energy around it begins to radiate more as you watch as this cat gets lifted up off the ground and is just floating in front of you, his paws up, his red eyes looking at the lot of you. And in each of your minds, it says, I will remember this. You will think that you are gone with me, that you are done with me, but remember, I will always be here. Always. And at that, it burns, the flames and energy around it burns brighter than you have ever seen, almost to the point where it is blinding, and you feel this wave of heat wash over you as you hear what sounds like rushing wind just screaming past you towards the center of this creature's mass as all of its body and form just sinks into itself and as it does you watch as then the light just stops as it disappears from your sight no longer there and uh arjan with your curse uh of the marked on it you don't feel like it is anywhere 
near you. I, I wouldn't get anything from it if yeah. it doesn't have blood. Yeah, and it is gone. Glenn's hands are up. All right, what the fuck just happened? Cats are fucking evil. Okay. All of them? Well, I mean, there was this one and fucking Parnell's. Oh, yeah. So we're like batting a thousand here with evil cats then. Yeah. I'm going to go pick up those two gold orbs. Okay. Yeah, they look very nice. Uh, a little dirty just because of where they Gross. landed, but like all things considered, not bad. Gross. She goes to put them in one of her pockets and then she's like, oh yeah, here, Calum. Wait, why? Because I don't have any pockets. All right, takes them. <laughs> so problem solved. But now at least it's gonna be away from here. Cool. Bath? Yeah. I know the perfect place. I don't have any other clothes besides these. That isn't a problem. It's a problem for me. We could I'm have saying, them washed? Yes. That's, yeah. 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 When we'll take them to the House of Lady Favors. Okay. So, as you guys... Uh, the only place she goes. It's true. Uh, so, as you guys make your way back, uh, back out of the sewer the way that you came, uh, you knock on the grate like Mr. Mulch had asked of you. Uh, and when uh, you do the knocking... Yes, Gwen. Sorry, can we search the bodies of those uh, guys before we go? Yeah. Uh, make investigation checks. Get the pillage and plunder. 16. Oh. I rolled a 3, so 2. 21. Okay. So the 16 and the 21... Uh, as you guys are also exiting the chamber where you had grabbed the two uh, golden orbs, you also notice that in there is another pile of what looks to be just like just like melted organic matter uh, that is just sort of laying over what looks almost like a skeleton. Uh, but it's like if an artificer built a skeleton rather than actually like was trying to have the underlying of like any kind of real bones. It looks like whatever this cat was that you guys had gotten from Greybeard was never a cat to begin with. It looks like it was some sort of tinkerer's creation. Uh, and then as you guys are digging uh, through these goblin uh, bodies, you end up finding uh, five more patch swatches, all with the Keshen Trade Co. logo on them. Uh, and then you also get about... Uh, you find 25 silver pieces and four gold pieces. It seems like these were not uh, the most trusted of individuals with money. Uh, but there are also several maces, scimitars, and other gear that you could possibly loot from these guys. We can sell them wholesale. Uh, I'm gonna... Caleb's gonna basically hook his hand underneath the cat skeleton. Just take it with him. Okay. Yeah, so you have one uh, one mechanical cat structure. 25 silver and 4 gold? Yes. Are y'all good with that all going in the party funds? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. 
All right. And you guys make your way back uh, to where you know Mr. Mulch's is and you knock on the grate. Uh, and as you do, you just hear, oh, oh, my God, they're under the house. Oh, right. Uh, and then you hear the stomp, stomp, stomp of dwarven feet uh, as <laughs> this individual, uh, Mr. Mulch, as you've grown to know him, uh, has very red, uh, like his cheeks are just very flushed along the bridge of his nose. And he looks like he is both looking at you and through you at the same time. Like, it looks like he's just not all the way there. And he just says, this is the best batch yet. Uh, you, you get it all done, you, you end up getting... Uh, you end up getting all the fertilizer you guys needed? Yes. Okay. Cool. Cool, you didn't see any demons down there, did you? No. Okay. Okay, cool. Cool, it's just a, it's just a bad trip then. It's just... That's fine. Uh, you guys need anything? Water? I just have a really dry mouth. Can I help you? <laughs> Do you like plants? <laughs> uh, we're gonna go now. Yeah, we're, we're yeah. Out here. I'm gonna hit you up later. <laughs> we need cool. a bath. <laughs> Bye, Mr. Mulch. He just waves very, uh, very loosely at you guys, loosely and quickly, as you uh, all exit uh, Mr. Mulch's store and make your way back out onto the street. Uh, and as uh, as he as the door shuts behind you, you just hear a deep Oh, you did it, old bean. Uh to himself as he continues to just shamble back into his house. Gonna drop off the cat skeleton back at our place. Bath. 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 Wait, wait. Uh and I take my potion off. The, the like <laughs> brewing thing off the burner uh off make a burner. survival check i assist assist <laughs> you can if you want i will is it worse nine ah okay so you lost track of time while you were down in the sewers. You don't know if this is too early to take off or if it's too late. You really have no frame of reference on this. It's better to take it off now before it boils over. Yep, I take it off. Okay. Yeah, so you manage to uh, take it off, no problem. Uh, and then you guys, uh, carrying what little clothes that you have, uh, as well as any other gear or anything like that, you all make your way to the uh, to the Temple of Soon, located within uh, Temple Row of the Isle of Arask. Uh, and when the three of you are uh, making your way there, standing outside, as always, uh, is Mistress Rajna. Uh, and she uh, says, Hello, Calum. Hello, Gwen. And... Who might you be? And she kind of looks at Blake. Or Arjan, sorry. Uh, Arjan. Well, what we have here is a specialty customer. And you all... Oh. Yeah, we had to do some cleaning. We do have um, a policy. Baths before pleasure and then baths again. 
Can we just do... Can they just do the bath part? You have to do the bath part as well. I know that you were here oh, yeah, recently. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. I mean, like... I mean, like, I'm getting the full package. They're getting, like, the half package. Oh, oh, that's... That's totally fine. If... Unless either of you two are looking for some no. companion, oh. cuddle buddy. We have professional mm -hmm. cuddlers here. It's okay. Tempting, but... Do you guys do, like, a cleaning service as well? Oh, we do a deep cleaning service. What kind of cleaning service are you interested in? Clothing? Oh. I suppose we could clean your clothes as well. Uh, while you're in the bath, of course. Yeah. And of course, uh, if you would like, you can also pick out your attendance. Uh, there is a service charge. If you're not picky, we can just send somebody for you. Uh, I'm fine. Just, yeah, anybody. Excellent. Easy customers. And uh, as she's walking you guys into uh, into the temple. Yep. Oh, uh, as they're walking past, uh, Caleb waves to the receptionist. She just waves. Hi, Caleb. Just gives <laughs> you a gentle wave. Uh, and as you guys are on your way in, uh, Mistress Rajna uh, leans into you, Caleb, and says, I knew you'd be back. Uh, and uh, then she says, they always come back. And uh, you guys make your way in. Uh, and uh, both Calum and Blake, uh, the, uh, there is an attendant who uh, is dressed much more, uh, much more conservatively than their counterparts, uh, it seems. But like that is just really they are wearing pants, like actual pants. They're still shirtless. Uh, it is a uh, more muscular human man. Uh, and then you also see uh, that there is uh, the half-orc that uh, you had actually been with previously, Gwen. Um, the half-orc uh, and human are going to escort uh, both Calum and Arjan up, leaving you uh, your choice once again of uh, partner preference. And these are going to be individual baths. It's not a communal hot spring style bath. So that as you guys are uh, getting cleaned and your clothes are getting cleaned and Gwen is doing Gwen's hitting a thousand today, uh, we are going to call it for this evening. Uh, so I would like to say thank you to everybody for stopping by and uh, sticking with us as we totally didn't kill a cat. So like, I think we're still good on terms of service, right? What if it's not a cat? What if it's like a robot demon thing? to say uh me because i am the dungeon master uh but uh with that in mind again thank you all so much for stopping by uh and experiencing these wonderful players performances such as rj where can we find you what do you do hey everybody i'm rj here on the channel but you can catch me at rjustice282 on twitter and twitch where i tweet about the nerdy things in my life and I'm not even going to add that part up. Um, you can catch me on the Tuesday game. Coming up, DMing uh, Enter the Arcanum with uh, Indoor, LB Hack'em Up, uh, Cause, I do not Laugh Maker D&D. Laugh Maker D&D and our good friend Satan. It's going to be a good show. But otherwise, in that slot, you can catch me playing as Speedy, the Ranger Hunter on Curse of Strahd, run by the lovely Danae Keener, 
Also, you can catch me on Sundays on Pro Resource Channel from 8 o'clock p.m. EST onward as I play G3 the Robo. Yes. All right, and because the layout is actually different, Cyberwolf, where can we find you? What do you do? I'm so confused. This is yeah. not normal. You can catch me outside. How about that? On Cyberwolf1201 uh, at Cyberwolf1201 where I tweet about random stuff, usually nerdy stuff. God! What a chongus. Look at them. Uh, you can uh, catch me on twitch.tv slash cyberwolf1201 every Saturday right now where I am playing on story percent of uh, Horizon Zero Dawn uh, as a blind playthrough discovering this role for the first time and all the juicy <sighs> that we're finding uh, in, the, in the game. It's a good time, you know, uh, as far as other role-playing stuff. I am here. That's it. Um, you can uh, you can go to my to my YouTube. It's a really bad URL because yeah, I don't, I don't have a lot of subscribers. But if you want to subscribe, you can uh, expect to see all the vods from my Twitch streams and uh, and previous playthroughs, as well as let's talk about it. The uh, drunk podcast that Kyle with an N and I do. I am trying to edit a new episode to put up real soon. It's just taking a bit. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for not making me actually kill a cat. You're welcome. No cats were harmed in the making of this episode. Only we are demon fiends. And LB, where can we find you? What do you do? I don't like change. Um, you can find me here Mondays and Tuesdays. Uh, on Tuesdays, I normally play Somi, but this week I am reprising my role as Shemra, the uh, incredibly strong uh, Minotaur from our uh our what was it it was extra life extra life charity stream um from ravnica um you can also find me i think we're starting curse of nope i think we're starting salt marsh on wednesday yeah so uh on on damn Bear's channel um i believe you got are you guys starting this week too next week because mm -hmm. the module doesn't come out till next week. You guys are doing right. a session zero kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, I'm not sure if we're streaming it or not. But um, you can also find me on Sundays on uh, in kind of role plays channel at right that one's first. Yep, at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where I play. Um, God, all of my characters are blending together, and it's late. Um, I play the Victorian era uh, time traveler who is a cult leader. Uh, super fun. And GB's in that one. And then you can find me at 8 p.m. with RJ on Pro Resetters channel playing a very spoopy um, Medusa character named Ophi. Yes. And if you are looking uh, for our missing paladin, you can find her at DanaeKeener.com where she does drawings of nerdy stuff. Usually uh, does sketches from our games as well. Also on Tuesdays, she runs our Curse of Strahd campaign. Uh, which is very fun, but sadly not here this week. However, uh, as RJ has said, we are going to be having something else on our Tuesday slot. 
and before I even begin to talk about that stuff, hey guys, it's me. Uh, you've made it this far, you probably already know who I am, but if you haven't, hey fella, how's it going? It's me, the Indoor Adventurer. I'm here Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and starting next week, Thursday, 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, it's great. I enjoy streams. We got our homebrew game on Mondays. We got Curse of Strahd on Tuesdays. We got One Shot Wednesdays, which is our community one-shot night. Uh, and then we also have Ghosts of Saltmarsh coming up next uh, next week with Cyberwolf, my dear friend Reese, Kyle with an N. Where's my dingus? We got all sorts of fun people coming. It's going to be a good time. Uh, also, if you like our show and want to help support us, you can either doing that by subscribing uh, on Twitch using either real people monies or your Bezos bucks, uh, as we like to call them for your Twitch Prime subscription, uh, which is great. Uh, if you would like, there's also a Discord that you can join where you can come and hang out with all... I thought the command would work, but you can come and hang out with all of us fun, fine people. Uh, and you can also gain access to the Discord as well as support us through our Patreon. So if you enjoy uh, Patreon content, such as after shows, free adventures every month, as well as a plethora of other things, uh, because we're always looking to do more stuff for our patrons, then consider checking us out at patreon.com slash indoor adventures. Uh, and that is actually where you can find us on Twitch audio places so like spotify itunes any of those you can find us at indoor adventures and we will always be trying to make the best content that we can so that way we can turn your guild house into a guild home all right everybody that is it for us we're going to go into our patreon supported podcast out to the courtyard but thank you all for stopping by and we will see you guys next time all right everybody